this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm Anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's DC Movie News. In the great hall of the Justice League, there are assembled the world's four greatest heroes. Created there's two of us. Legends of the universe. There are. Woo! Welcome back to DC Movie News, friends, where your girl Roxy Stryer is working on a posture, working on a posture. If I, oh, I thought, I thought you were working on your pasta. I'm like, oh, all right. Well, I'm also working on my pasta. I've had a Jewish pasta, girl making pasta five nights this week. Oh, my God. I grew up Muzzle Italian, talk. though. I make amazing <laughs> pasta. Uh, that's Mike Kalinowski. You hear coughing. Not with the Rona. I don't Is it the Rona? Rona? No, I got some phlegm in my throat. What's the phlegm from? Uh, my allergies. I got terrible. Yeah, I tell you, having a, being a guy that has terrible allergies at this time, not good. People you look, look at like, you, you funny. look like you're the Antichrist walking around. Ooh, yeah. don't you do that sneezing allergies. thing near me? <laughs> Can I just uh, say this before we get going here? Because I kind of been quiet about it for I a guess while. So. Yeah, jump in here, Rox. I right when we had the, cre- the the writers for Harley Quinn, I didn't talk much in that episode. That's true. Yeah, I didn't because I had not watched the episode yet. I didn't want to su- talk about something I didn't, you know, wasn't versed in. I have now. I'm starting finally starting that show. I don't know. I'm, I know I'm late to the show and late to the party on this one, but that show is so effing funny. It's great. I love it. I went through five episodes last night. Yeah, I, are I you? Wanted, you're on like, season one. Season one. Yeah, I'm still. I'm still going. But right from the first two minutes of that movie show, I was like, "How the heck are they getting away with this?" But like, it's hysterical. I love it. It's so funny. I'm it's so, so original. I knew I was behind, and that's why I didn't really chime in with the guys we had. And I felt bad. I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk about the show. No, there's nothing. There's nothing about it. You people. smiled you know, a lot. You know who those people rocks that interview people and whatnot, but they had. You could tell they haven't watched the property, and they're just trying to make it up as they go. And I think that's so fake. So I didn't want to do that. You guys watched it, so it was good enough uh, that we had our, our our team doing it. But man, I'm behind on it, and it is so much fun. So it much is fun great. It's really great. Yeah. I'm glad mm-hmm. you're watching. Uh, yeah. But you still haven't watched Watchmen yet. Because I want to, I want to, I'll tell you why with Watchmen. I didn't have HBO. Um, uh, I'm not one of those people that, hey, I'm going to buy that. I'm going to do the free week and then cancel after a week. I think that sucks. I don't like doing that for anything. So that's why I didn't do it for that. 
But I then saw the listing, they were gonna release it on Blu-ray. And you guys know me and my physical media. I love physical media, but now I don't see it anywhere. So I don't know if the coronavirus has destroyed that um, idea of it happening or coming out. So they did like one episode free of it. And I caught it, one episode. It was like, hey, tease it. It's one episode you can watch for free. And I loved it. So I'm just- Well, wondering. we'll have I to- I might just take someone's out. Tell the people what you were going to say. Tell them. That's rude. That's wrong. Uh, I'll you just it. mumbled straight into. I'm gonna do it again. I'm telling Well, something that we both watched, obviously, this week. So I don't even know if we formally announced this last week, but we did. one of the things that we're gonna be doing in quarantine is chronologically, we are going back through all of DC's movies. <clears throat> yes, Mike, that means all of them. All no of the movies. No swamp thing. We see you. Rox, you don't understand. I You're not understand. an IG player in the movie trivia showdown, so you've never had to watch all of these ad nauseum. No, I, I have haven't. done that. I have sat through Superman three, Superman four, Supergirl, Swamp Thing, and you're about to Swamp sit Thing, through them they again. Suck. They're awful. And We're I sitting do through it them again. again. I got to sit through Jonah Hex again. Yes, you do. You have to sit through all of them again. But luckily, the first one on our list, obviously, Superman, uh, 1978 Superman. The movie. Superman, the movie. The movie. We will be talking. I would challenge your players in IG tournament if they only said Superman. I would challenge them and I would win. Really? Superman, the the movie. That's what it's called. I don't think so, Mikey. It's called Superman, the movie. That's that's the title on IMDb. That's what it is. Mm. It's not Superman 4. It's Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. Superman on IMDb's title is just Superman. No, I disagree. No, I it's... literally just IMDb'd it. You disagree with IMDb or me? Both. Okay. Well, well only one of those people in that discuss those three has two IG belts, championship belts under his name. Only That's one of what people, me or you? Just like Heisenberg. Know my name. Say my name. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It's not know my name. name. Say Say my my name. name. It's a Destiny's Child song. Remember it. It's Heisenberg from Breaking Bad. I know, but who did it first? Be honest, Mikey, who did it first? Destiny's Child? Yeah. No one is around you. So we did. We watched Superman, the movie or not. Uh, Did you look it up? I am right now. Yeah, you're right. It does. That's weird. I don't agree with that. Let me see the poster (laughs) here. Hold on. Oh, it doesn't even have the title in the movie. You, that's pretty awesome when your movie doesn't have the title on it. It just has the... You just know what it is based on the imagery. You can't see it. Yeah, yet. it is pretty awesome. incredible. That's a great poster. Um, anyway, but I so hadn't I, seen this movie for a really long time, so I know you'd seen it more recently than me, but I'm yes, very ma'am. excited to talk with you about it. But before we get into our discussion of the movie, which we are encouraging you guys at home to watch along with us, so we'll be announcing every week what our next one is going to be so you guys can join the yep. conversation. Before all of that, let's talk a little bit about DC movie news let's do it let's do it mikey uh as you guys know on the show often we are dc movie news and often we are dc movie rumors this kind of falls somewhere in between because it's not confirmed but it seems to have some truth to it supergirl some, some legs supergirl the movie is that correct mikey supergirl the movie I think, no that's just called supergirl rocks plans there we go. reportedly stalled because of superman what do you mean there we go my volume was a little down i couldn't hear too well 
Well, are you back with At us? At my age, I just wonder if it's my hearing or my mic, but it was unfortunate. No, was you do sound a little quiet to me too. Do I eat my, my gain up? I don't really know. How's uh, this? That better? How's that? Better? Mm, our producer, Ryan Nelson will tell us. Ryan? All right. Better, but I think you can go a little higher, Mike, if you can. On my gain still? Can you take me higher, I didn't even introduce Mike? Ryan today. Ryan's the best. Ryan, uh, I don't know if you were able to watch <laughs> Superman that? along with us, but... I'm, I'm going to sure tell you guys, I watched it for the first time last night. The first time? <gasps> the first time. No first time? way, Ryan. I had get out of that, so get out of that and get out So of I had seen, I thought I'd seen it, but it turns out I'd actually only seen Superman 2. Because I, I thought I had seen it, and I was like, oh, I don't remember a lot of this and well i cannot wait to pick your brain on that um so we will definitely be talking about that but again right now we are talking about a different superman not superman yeah. the movie superman henry cavill superman's movie see you've made it so confusing putting the movie after everything mikey uh let's talk about this because fans obviously have been really excited about superman and henry cavill superman uh, but we've been talking for a long time about Man of Steel and what's going to happen. But the next Man of Steel cinematic adventure was reportedly put on hold as Warner Brothers and DC Comics plotted a Supergirl movie. Supergirl the movie. That would be separate from the CW series. Obviously, that's Melissa Benoist's series. Um, yes. We've talked about whether or not they were doing a Supergirl movie for quite some time. But now it seems like those two plans have been set on the back burner at Warner Brothers because they're shifting their focus back to Superman and okay. placing the Girl of Steel uh, in jeopardy of having a reboot. This is a report recording, uh, according to Heroic Hollywood, that yeah. the development has been put on hold. What do you think, Mikey, about all this? Um, this is interesting. I, I find it, it kind of came out of left field. I woke up to, I think it was what Umberto, right field? Uh, How come nobody ever says that? What, out of left field? You kind of come out I don't of know. Right I'm not a sports guy, Rocks. If I'm sure if I was, I could probably answer why it's not out of right field. Does it have to do with oh, the way that, that you bat? And you no, that makes sense, actually. It comes out, out of left, left field. field. Yeah, okay. I get it. I don't know. Sure. Um, I don't know. Umberto Gonzalez tweeted out a, a, or Instagram thing, like, hey, big story dropping. One, I think it was two mornings ago. Um, it does seem kind of out of left field. We hadn't heard anything hell or high water about um, Superman. Everyone was saying he was gone. We haven't heard talk. And the, the, the chat and the talk about him was always like, hey, I'm not cape still in my closet. I'm still Superman. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like Affleck had stepped away and we knew that and they were just kind of tiptoeing around it for a while. Um, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm, uh, I'm the camp. And, and I think everyone's kind of in agreement. Everyone loves him in the role. Um, you know, I was just on uh, our good friend Josh, Josh Tapia, TP, uh, JTE, his uh, franchise ranked podcast because we were talking. He wanted to rank the DCU films, and I joined him for that. And we, we got into this big discussion about Cavill and his acting, and and he gets a lot of. Uh, both of us love J- Zack Snyder, but Zack Snyder is what I like to think of as a visual filmmaker. He's, he makes beautiful pictures, but I don't think he works or his style is to work with the direct with the actors where you have. An actor that knows what they're doing, they come in, they don't need a director, you get a great performance out of them. But if you need an actor that needs to be directed, um, uh, you don't get the greatest performance. And, and my, my, my example for that was like um, Natalie Portman, who I think is great. But if you watch her in Star Wars, she's awful. But Lucas is not- I don't a, agree. Oh, God, please, Roxy. She's, you think Natalie Portman's acting in the Star Wars films compared to like Black Swan or something is the same? I'm not saying by comparison, but I don't think she's ever been awful. I don't think she was awful in Star Wars. I don't think that's fair. Have you seen Attack of the Clones? Because I know I have. Yes. Uh, Ryan, if I I'm, a, I'm a prequel anymore, apologist. Gonna, everybody knows. Gonna, 
Is that better? I'm, I'm, I'm at the top gain right now, guys. Perfect. It or sounds to me like you're not coming out. Will you tap on your microphone for a second, Mikey? I don't think your audio is coming out of your mic. I think you're coming out of your computer. Really? Look at your, look I'm at your, uh, your bottom. Arrow. Oh, you're right, Roxy. It's gonna get really loud. I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's about to get so loud. <laughs> let's get loud. Let's get loud. Oh god. I sound like who sings that? Okay, how's that now? Way yeah, better. Way better. Okay, I was coming out of the microphone. I was coming out of the speakers, rocks. That's you what probably, I thought. I'm gonna turn the gain down. Yeah, it did. It was something was weird. All right, how's that, guys? We good? Yeah, you're perfect. You're perfect. Right, Way sorry, to go, Mikey. Back to um, my rant. Yeah. Um, like George Lucas, he's a visual filmmaker. Didn't know what to do with Natalie Portman, but you had someone who's a, a consummate professional, like uh, or not consummate professional. I don't say that. But you get someone like Ewan McGregor who doesn't need to be directed. He comes in and he's glorious. You know. So with Snyder, I don't think he used. And look at Gal Gadot, perfect. A lot of people said she was stilted in BVS. Get Patty Jenkins, a, an act, a director that knew how to work with her as an actress. She's glorious. So I think Cavill with a director that knows how to work with him can be the Superman that we all want him to be. That's my two cents on that. It's more like a buck 50. I just gave you there, but Hey, what do you think about Supergirl though? I don't really care about Supergirl to be honest with you. Um, well, let's be bond. I don't care. Like we've got a great TV show with the great Supergirl on it. Um, I don't think you do Supergirl without like, we haven't gotten the Superman movie that we all want. And, and, and then to throw Supergirl in there, it doesn't make sense. I mean, like all of her villains usually come off of Superman somehow. Um, if there's going to be a Superman movie. Yes. What percentage chance is that Superman going to be Cavill? Hmm. Good question, Roxy. I'm going to say, I'll, I'll, I'm, I usually, I'm terrible at this, but I'm going to guess, I'm going to be conservative and say 75% he is our Superman. 75%. Hmm. I don't think his slate is, I know he's filming the next season of Witcher. Yep. Um, but he's not going to be in the Mission Impossible 7 and 8. There's no other franchises. He's There was, excuse me, there was talk, I will say this, of him in talks for the next Bond. Because as you know, uh, Daniel Craig, this is officially his last Bond coming out, No Time to Die. Uh, whenever it comes Do you out. like so he's, James Bond? No, I don't. It's terrible. Um, so Cavill, Daniel Craig is done. They will be on the hunt for a new James Bond, and, and Cavill absolutely fits the bill for that. So if yeah. he gets that and he goes forward before DC does a Superman movie, I think he's done. He won't be doing both at the same time. Let's um, look at what the chat's saying right now, by the, the way, chat. guys. Can, we chat, are live on Popcorn Talks YouTube every single Friday, 1 p.m. Pacific time. A lot of thoughts on this. Ivan says, exactly, I agree with Mike. We need Superman first, then Supergirl. Yeah. Zeno Hour says, I think Supergirl should be introduced in a Superman movie. I like that too. Thunder God Cairo says it's 40% chance that it's Cavill. Mm. Sky Patterson says a new Superman film with Henry Cavill, 60% shot. Okay. Um, we seem to be getting in that 40 to 60% I'm range, still 70% high range. Uh, we're seeing. We're seeing some up with you, but mostly. I think these. I think our you, the watchers, you guys are going off of my previous predictions with like you know birds of prey saying a billion. So you're probably on the smart money betting against me, guys. I would not bet with me either with my track record. I mean, it, it's just what tough do you think, to Rox? say. What's your shot? I I think that I've been saying for a long time that I didn't think we are going to see Henry Cavill again as Superman, but I don't think that anything we've said prior to pandemic holds up anymore. Because You're I think right. this it is a whole been, new it's world. It's a whole new world. And so, a whole new world. don't you dare close your, your eyes. eyes. I think that legitimately, 
people change their lives during this time. So yeah. he might have a new perspective on it. Warner Brothers might have a new perspective. Our slates have certainly changed and dates have changed and yeah. other projects he's working on have changed. So I don't think it's possible for us to really be like, uh, yes, anything that was previously happening is for sure happening yeah. and vice versa. I Just think, Rox, remember how I said this kind of came out of left field? I think someone during this, because I'm seeing a lot of talk and, and, and you are, I'm sure, aware of it, a lot of deals and pitches and things being sold right now. Like, mm -hmm. it seems like, you know, just the other day, Russo Brothers, I mean, it's it, that uh, extraction came out, which is great. Mm -hmm. And there was talk, like a couple of these episodes, like, oh, we don't know about a sequel. We don't know. We, we might, we this and that. Then, like a week after the movie uh, aired on Netflix, yep, Russo Brothers said sequels ago. Like it happened within a week. Yeah, because you can't do anything but talk right now. Right. So these deals. So I think someone pitched a Superman movie that WB was like, guys, that's it. During Let's go quarantine? With this. During quarantine. I think someone was working on a pitch. And they might have been working on it before, but now maybe the focus is WB's like, okay, Mike, just let's to be slow clear, down. When you say someone, yeah. do you mean a writer, a director, a producer, a star, Cavill? Like what kind of person I, are you That I don't about? know because that I don't know. I mean, I think it's someone that is attached to, maybe WB said, hey, take a crack at this script. Take a crack at Superman. No rush. And I think WB is, like you'd said, taking a second now to like slow down because nothing is in production. So they're not worrying about the Batman being filmed. They're not worrying about Suicide Squad because those things are not filming. So they don't have to worry about what's happening across the pond in England with Batman. They go, okay, let's look at our slate. What do we do? I think this is like you said, it forced everything to slow down. And I think like someone said, hey, I've got a take on, on Superman. And WB now had times like, well, let's take a look at it. We got the time. Let's look yeah. at it and go, oh, this is really good. All right. I think, I think that's what happened. Well, we'll have to see. Let us know if you're watching this live or after the fact. What do you think? Do you think we're going to see a Supergirl movie? If we're not, how do you want Supergirl to be introduced? If you do want that, is Henry Cavill going to be Superman? So many questions. Let us know in the chat. Also, don't forget to give us a thumbs up while you're here. Leave a comment, five stars, wherever you are. We really right appreciate it. Uh, you pointing at it? I did this. I did like, bing, 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 bing. You know, I just realized it's funny, rocks. I've been watching a lot of YouTube stuff lately. Um, Look at you, you YouTuber. I got the time to do it. And everyone, and everyone in the middle of the video is like, hey, guys, like and subscribe to my subscribe channel, this and that. And I, I get why they have to do it. And I realized it's so easy to hit that like button, but we don't. And even my, all these videos I'm watching, I never hit the like button. Like uh, they're on video games and movie it's, making. I'm just it like, really, what is the disconnect? It really matters. It I know. really what matters. Is the disconnect from an, I'm, I am a person that has a YouTube show. But I was watching dozens of YouTube yeah. channels and I'm I not hitting the like button. I have it's, it. It's not a, I don't know. It wasn't maybe. even in my head to do it. It's like, I move the mouse up and I click it. I, and I, I don't, I'm doing it myself, not doing it. So I'm like, there is a disconnect that it doesn't happen between a viewer and what you're watching. It just doesn't. If you've got 30,000 views for your video and you don't have 30,000 likes or dislikes, something's it, prove it's them weird... wrong guys prove them wrong we got 100 oh, people in here 37 thumbs up talking i'm just saying just, in general I'm, it's, I'm it's letting a weird... them know you know prove i'm surprised wrong. some social media guru hasn't figured out the 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 method to make your audience do it i don't yeah. know it's weird all right well anyway. let's talk a, a little bit of watchmen i know we mentioned it earlier but this is a watchman you have seen the movie yeah watchmen. ad nauseum watchman the movie and i love it Everything's of the movie now. Really? I didn't know that you that you loved it. Of the Watchmen movie? Oh, it's I do. It's a joke. It's a joke. Oh. We, we host a show called DC Movie News together. I know exactly what you love and what you don't. Um, Mullen Ackerman, guys. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah, this is a great article. Oh, <laughs> I just said her name and you said, oh, that's right. Because I remembered it. I was like, oh, this is... Because I... Yeah. Uh, she was talking about 
why she struggled making Zack Snyder's movie. I feel like we're getting more and more stories like this during this time because we can't talk about filming anything right now. So we're what talking about we the talk things about? that we that we did film. So yeah. uh, let's hear what she had to say. She said- Is she here in the studio? Yep. Um, I could do my best Malin Ackerman. How does she sound? Malin Ackerman? Ackerman? You know, what does she sound like? She kind of sounds like- um, She's a little higher oh, than me. It's funny because when when I think of Watchmen, I think of her as a different character than and um, the Ben Stiller movie where she was like the dis, the, the awful girlfriend, oh, fiance. I think I of her in uh, Billions. I think is what she's in now. Billions. Uh, no, there th- that that movie where she's Ben Stiller's fiance or wife, but she's just awful. She's so good in that movie. She's so, she's such a great comedic actress. She said she had this feeling of being an imposter. Let's t- let's oh. read the quote. Oh, please do. I don't know if there was a particular project. I think it was just a matter of time. But I will say that Watchmen was a big shift because I felt way out of my league in that one. By the way, she was talking mm. to Collider Ladies Night. Uh, shout out to Collider's Ladies Night. It's Ladies Night and I'm feeling right. Oh, yes, it's ladies. Oh, yes, what a night. The rest of the quote is, I really struggled because it was such a big film, and I really felt like I had no idea what I was doing. I had no training, and I was working with these fabulous theater actors who had all the training in the world. I definitely didn't feel worthy of being there. I felt like I had tricked them into casting me. Uh, She then said, you know, there was a lot of stuff that I was going through, so it was definitely a shift, and and I just said, all right, I can't just follow now anymore. I have to start making decisions of what it is that I want to learn, what direction I want to go in, what do I like to do creatively, and uh, what do I find fun. I want to put my best foot forward. I don't want to feel like I'm in the position where I feel like I'm the weakest link in the production, you know? So yeah, that probably was a little bit of a turning point. Uh, I like that she admitted this. I yeah, that's that a that very was, kind of letting yourself open it up there. And um, I think she got a lot of heat after this movie. At least that's really, what I, I don't remember that. You don't. No, I'm. I'm. I'm not. Roxy, I'm not being facetious here. I, oh, I don't remember this. Mon Ackerman got ripped to shreds after this movie. Really? What were yes. you saying? Like about what? Like horrible her- performance. Really? Um. Yeah. You know, I don't. Hmm. As, uh, upon were rewatch, you, as I rewatched the-, the movie this year, I was mm-hmm. like, I don't think that was fair. I don't think it was fair that she was ripped. But she did seem like she was in a slightly different movie. Uh, I don't know. Ryan, do you remember Do you remember the heat that she got after this? See, I remember when this movie came out because it was right when Blockbuster was closing. <laughs> and I remember uh, that being like the last <laughs> thing I bought from Blockbuster. I remember she got kind of trashed for uh, her performance, but I actually thought like it was both mutually shared with Zack Snyder's direction of her. I actually don't think she's yeah. really oh. bad in this movie at all. I think she's, she's solid. She's just not given I feel a lot the same of time. Way. Yeah, she's not right. The time yeah, and it was the character, and uh, yeah, it was it was a tough it was a tough role, and I think that you could see she was a little insecure in it. But who wouldn't be? Oh, that's uh, but, interesting. I'm 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 surprised you don't remember that, Mikey. I, I, like, maybe I don't because I remember how much I love the movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess when we rewatch it on a rewatch here, I'll, I'll I'll take a look at it. I never. Like it felt maybe a little Gal Gadot in Batman versus Superman to me, um, but I don't. And maybe maybe I look at this as a diff- from a different point of view, being a perf- an actor, and 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 understanding like your first time on a major set, like in, in you know, um, uh, I don't know. I mean, 
Maybe she's a little stilted. I don't. I don't. I think, think so. she's I, really great. I don't think this. But I do like what she's shine saying, the like, way she did. Yeah. Can, can you imagine being on set? You got Patrick Wilson, who's a brilliant theater actor before you know his jump into movies. You've got Matthew Good. Um, you've got uh, Billy Crudup, who's phenomenal. You know, you got all these these, and I could see where she's like, oh, geez, I'm I'm really got to step my game up here. You know, because up until that point, she was all doing these rom coms. You know, and here you are, the lead of a superhero massive film. Not only that, you've also yeah. got the legions of fans that you know are going to rip big deal. everything apart. It's not like the Ben Stiller rom-com. There's fans of rom-coms that are like, she better knock this out of the park and, or I'm going to be pissed off. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. So I, I can't imagine the pressure of that. Um, I don't know. I, I love her performance. I, I, love the, I love that film. I really do. Sticking with Watchmen for a second, but moving from the film to the TV show, uh-huh. uh, the Peabody Awards nominations were just announced and some of our favorites have been nominated, including, yes, that's right, HBO's Watchmen. Nice. Uh, and Damon Lindelof took to Instagram to express his gratitude. Here's what he had to say. All right. On behalf of the hundreds of artists who devoted themselves to Watchmen, we are profoundly grateful to be nominated by the esteemed Peabody Awards. In the midst of Peabody. a global pandemic, it feels strange and inappropriate to celebrate anything, yet Peabody shines a light on so many incredible pieces of work, from news to docs to podcasts to children's programming. For those still sheltering, I highly recommend you check out the list of nominees as it's chock full of vitamins for your mind and soul. We are truly honored to be among such distinguished company, particularly the astonishing, the astonishing when they see us. Oh, the best, uh, the unforgettable, unbelievable, and the radioactively brilliant Chernobyl. These limited series uh, form a holy trinity of, go ahead, of dramatized nonfiction that forces us to look unflinchingly at the most brutal and frightening parts of our society. And even in the midst of terror and despair, even in the darkest of nights, I like that, if we look hard enough, we find a glimmer of humanity and grace I'll keep looking if you will. Uh, and I just think that it's such a beautiful thing that he wrote. So I was glad that he said that. I also think that Watchmen got a series of, of snubs as did uh, when they see us, everything was kind of trounced by Chernobyl. So I'm really happy to see these nominations. Go Peabody. Uh, stoked on this. Ryan, I know that you're a massive Watchmen, the TV show fan. Yes. How do you feel about this? Right. Ryan's a fan of the show. Oh, no, dude. I didn't know that. <laughs> I'm being it's called sarcastic man that's sarcastic the after show I love this show to pieces I it made me read the the comic book graphic novel go watch the movie a bunch of times Uh, really so you didn't know the novel before the tv show huh I didn't read the novel I I read it in high school and I did not appreciate it enough like I just wasn't I I I can agree with you on that one it's not that that you didn't appreciate it yeah, the fact that they made a TV show that even comes close to the graphic novel is incredible, and mm-hmm. they this, some people like it more. Some people actually like it more, and I think that this, uh, they're they're. Yeah, I'm sorry, Ryan. Go ahead. They're, they're massive fans of it, and it's such a huge a huge accomplishment that I think was done with such love and care that it absolutely deserves this Peabody nomination. Not that he's probably seen it or cares, but I would love to know what Alan Moore thought of the TV show. I mean, as you guys know, he is a vocal. I feel like adamant about he hates it, even I, though he hates it exists. I feel like he would have loved it because it was so true to what he was trying to do. You know what I want to believe, Roxy? I want to believe that he has seen it and loves it, but he's over but the years has it. created this 
aura about he hates anything that's ever taken his property and he hates fandom and he hates everything. Like he just seems like a miserable person, like which I don't get because he's created so much love uh, of uh, and material and the fans love this guy. Uh, I yeah. love all he's written. I think he's phenomenal, but he just, but I kind of want to believe he sits at home and he's watching and goes, Oh, wow. It's good. Pretty, I can't have it. It's really good. It's pretty fucking good. I'll never tell him that, but it's pretty fucking good. Again, we have to move things. forward. I know we want to get to our do Superman we? talk, but before we do that, one really quick story. Val Kilmer shared a bizarre theory about Batman's popularity, an actual quote of him. Quote, there is no Batman. I'll give it a little bit of context, though, oh, because God. standalone WTF does that mean? Uh Mikey's already rubbing his head. I just, I'm just picturing that picture of him that's in all the articles right now where he's like the resurgence of Val Kilmer. He's got like the kimonos on with the neck yeah, yeah. wrap and his mm-hmm. hair. I'm just like, what happened So Iceman? he spoke to New York Times and he was recounting a story from the set of Batman Forever. Uh, and he said, he's talking about Batman being invisible. Um, and that's the idea that he came up with that it, he's not meant to be seen as a real person. So he said, quote, that's why it's so easy to have five or six Batmans. It's not about Batman. There is no Batman. So the interviewer went on to explain how Kilmer breaks it down further, saying that his time playing Batman was torture for the actor. Uh, as for him, Batman was essentially a mannequin meant for fans to project onto instead of an actual dynamic character for him to dig into as an actor. Thoughts on that, Mikey Chris? Well, uh, a phenomenal actor named Christian Bale would disagree. So yeah. I'm sorry. I think that is a cop out. I think when I hear actors there talk like no that. There is no Batman. When I hear stuff like this, and at the end of the day, I'm not a movie star. I'm not a TV star. I'm just a working actor. It is, it's so pretentious to me. We're actors. We show up. We lie. We create characters for people. And that's what it is. At the end of the day, it's enjoyment and entertainment. When they go on these existential, like, I couldn't delve into the character. Batman to me is one of the greatest fictional characters of all time. He's up there yeah. with some of the great Shakespeare characters that have created Hamlet. Like the pathos involved this is in what these I characters. Want. Mike, this is what I want. What do you I want? want Kilmer. There is no Batman. Bale. I'm Batman. Kilmer. There is no Batman. Bale. I'm Batman. I want that for like 15 minutes on repeat. <laughs> Just so I you know. know. I mean, all right. Well, uh, let's move off of the Batman train and on to Superman the movie. All right. Superman let's do the it. movie, baby. By the way, just reminding you that I was right on IMDb. It's just called Superman. That's what's up. Oh, well, okay. Well, I'm an idiot then. What, what do we know? Wow. He agrees that I was right. Go later. Roxy, I can't keep looking at your shirt with the Boston logo. It looks like it's a Boston gas station. That looks like a gas station. This is a gas station. This is Sitco. So you don't know that? It is. So one of the big landmarks in Boston is a Sitco sign. Um, And if you read Sitco out loud. That's your claim to fame is a no it's not our claim to fame but everybody sign. from boston knows it's a big it's not a it's not just a sign it's been around for decades but it's a big light up like a massive light up thing that goes in and out and it reads see it go see it go sit go uh-huh. and it and it blinks and um it's right outside fenway so it's a big is it fenway like park owned by fenway Sitco? park i know what fenway park is oh is um, it owned by no Sitco? no just that just just been there for years you know boston's all about its history forever. 
Yeah. So, okay. or the Sitco sign. Oh, there has you been. go. That, that the power of brand and power of logo. I didn't know that, and that looked like the Sitco sign to me. And there we go. Yeah. So Sitco, like a lot of Boston shirts, just will have that triangle on it. Gotcha. Almost. All right. Um, Boston strong, but isn't right? It cool? That's so cool that you realized that that was a Sitco sign because that's like, the power of a logo. They talk yeah. about brand marketing and just having an image. There you go. I'm a. I, I knew that image is Sitco. It's literally a triangle. I don't even know it's if there's crazy. a Sitco around here in California, but I know it. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay, though, let's talk about Superman. I, I'm curious your thoughts, and I'm excited to share my thoughts. But before we get to either of those, because it was his first time watching it, yeah. Ryan, I want to shoot over to you. You just saw Superman the movie for the first time ever. How do you feel initially? I, again, yeah, I, I thought I'd seen it. I'd seen number two. So I'd seen Christopher Reeve play Superman. I'd seen Superman 3. And I, I hadn't seen this one. I really think this one now ryan yes in your defense buddy yeah one and two are filmed together and they have a very similar tone so you wouldn't be wrong in thinking you saw one when you saw two because they were because zod and them are in superman the movie they go to the phantom zone and it's the second movie well, they would get released he is so. wrong what <laughs> he is wrong he didn't see one you said he wouldn't be wrong i mean well, he was oh my you know what i mean like but you I get see, why you get, I get why, why. Yeah, but it's still wrong. It's an understandable right. misunderstanding. It's understandable but guffaw. Mistake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So go, I'm trying I, to defend you, know, you, Ryan. Fine, I won't. I think this is a this is a '70s movie that you can tell like this was a very magical uh, piece of entertainment that came out during the time. I still think there are a lot of magical moments. I think Christopher Reeve. There's something even today looking at his performance that's just really hopeful and inspiring and just kind of puts a smile on your face. Uh, but, you know, but we've been inundated with over a hundred comic book movies since this come out, like maybe even over a hundred. And there yeah. are some things yeah. that, yeah, oh, they God, don't, yeah. it doesn't look great. It doesn't hold up as well, but there is that magic there and that sense of care that you could tell Donner put in. And I, I really liked it. I didn't love it though. Okay. I think that like you're saying, it, it's, challenging when we have advanced especially tech wise and performance wise not saying that their performances aren't great but the way that we perform now the way we're taught to perform or the way that you direct is different now it's just a a completely different time period i was kind of surprised with how much it reminded me of star wars uh i didn't remember feeling like there were that they had similar vibes to them but it did it reminded me and ryan i know you're a big star wars person but it reminded me uh of episode four it Mm. did uh kind of in in tone Mm. at some points and when we would go into space and visually what some things look like i have to say that i don't remember liking this movie as much as i liked it last night when i watched it i was so impressed by it uh everybody who watches the show knows that i have man of steel issues major issues with that movie that i think that the the single the dog situation bothers me to no end um and i think it's just <laughs> always him yes. saving the dad save the dog instead the, the so. dad dog who do you go back to save how do you save oh, you don't want to save the, the dad that goes to save the dog and the dad dies i think it's just <laughs> such a stronger choice it's such a stronger choice to make it so that superman cannot not chooses not to cannot save his dad and i i loved that about this movie um, it's so funny because I was like, am I giving spoilers for Superman? 
Well, no. spoilers on Superman 1978. Oh, I, I did a comment about some movie that came out two years ago and someone on Twitter was like, spoilers, Mike. I'm like, nope, came out two years ago. Yeah. I don't give an F. So I just think it's such a stronger choice that, and he says it, you know, at the funeral, like with all my powers, there's right. nothing I could do. And that shows that everybody is vulnerable. Um, I, I thought that was, I loved that. And I also, Mike, I know I've talked to you before about my qualms with Lois. Uh-huh. But I will say she was awesome in this movie. She's mm. awesome. I like this Lois better than our current Lois. Uh, and not the actors, because I don't think that's fair, but just the iterations. I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I was much more impressed. Uh, there was a, a, a love to this and an easiness about watching this film that I just really enjoyed. Mike, I don't even know, though, your thoughts. Superman, how well, do you feel? Let's talk about this, Roxy, because here we go. Uh, I am, for one, do not worship at the altar of Richard Donner's Superman. I saw it, not when it first came out. I was too young. I do not. I was too into super, uh, Star Wars and Flash Gordon in the late 70s, early 80s. Um, Superman, I think I, I, I got into it with Superman too. Um, <clears throat> this film, the first half of it is great for me. The first half is great. As a Superman fan, even as a kid, and now as like we get older, and so many people revere this film, yet bash every other iteration of Superman. And I look at it and I go, the fact that the man turned back Earth, yeah, created a power out of nowhere, yeah, I loses me. The fact that L- Luther wears a wig because Gene Hackman, you know, didn't want to be bald, like stuff like that, just doesn't work in this. It it, it can't work in the movie for me. I don't. I feel you. Let's go over. Let's go over those individually, Mikey. Because the first one, him turning back Earth, I feel you. I I was watching that and I was like, "Mm, "What a bummer!" Because we can't. I get why we can't let her die, but it just. Then why did you do it? We could have just not killed her. Uh, And Roxy, to to go against what to, to to. I love that we're doing this because it's showing me new things. Like I love the fact now because. Okay, this is going to, I just, this is, here we go. Breaking news, guys. You just said, hey, I learned I can't save everybody when his dad dies. Right. Well, now he learns he can save everybody by turning back time and spinning right. years back. Right. I just found this out. I just, I don't, why has this not hit me before? Here we are live. That's why this movie doesn't work. You made a great point, Rox. And I, I was like, wow, I can't argue that. Kevin Smith or Kevin Costner dies. He could have done this. They created in this film, he cannot save everybody. Well, he proves an hour later that he can prove every, save everybody he wants. Anytime someone dies, fly back around the earth, Superman. Yeah, and, let's, and I let's, agree that that did we go. Work. That's and why know, this movie does not work for me. I know that you develop your powers as you go as superheroes. Oh, here we uh, go. I, I, no, no, I, I'm agreeing with you, I know you, you are, Rox. I know you are. Uh, I know fans will say that. I And I know that people do develop their powers as they go. However these were very close to each other. We're not talking about two different movies. We're not talking about like he's gone to superhero camp and he's been Well, I mean, really he does. It's things. like, I think he's 18 when his dad dies and it's 30 when he shows up in Metropolis. So it's 12 years. It, yeah. All right. They don't establish that, but that's what it is. That's um, true. Okay. That but makes, still, that makes learns, a little more sense, but still, I feel like maybe- He has that power now. Maybe try to do that. We just didn't need to kill her. We didn't need that moment. No. Uh, it, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I just- that didn't really fully work for me. But at the right. same time, I'm trying to think about watching this in the 70s. Sure. And, and I get somebody that. do that. And that would be like, 
oh my god you're right dead. you're and it would be a completely right, different reveal but today it's like that's kind of a cop out you're, you're 100 right roxy i agree like and again the first half of the film is so all of his stuff on smallville and the way that they shoot it and, and they kind of use this kind of like sepia tone to the film it just works for me there's so much you know glenn ford is his dad um it just works. There's a scene, like the scene with him and Lois on the balcony where he's, she's interviewing him. It's, it's brilliant. It's great. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, now with this the is the underwear. I'm, that was scandalous. Yeah, like, uh, this is like, uh, I'm kind of with Ryan on this, like one and two kind of blur together for me. Um, I'm trying to think. I think it's in this movie where he comes, Clark Kent comes to talk to Lois and it just shows how good Chris Reeve is because he's standing there all kind of hunched over and he takes off his glasses and he just kind of puts his shoulders back and you're like, he turns into Superman. And it's, I, I don't know if it's one or two. I think it's one. It's brilliant. It, 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 in, in, in no, that's in one. Two seconds with no dialogue, this man gives us Superman and, and Clark Kent. And I, again, love Clark Kent or, or Chris Reeve's Superman. I'm not talking against him. It's the movie itself. He is so earnest in this movie. And you saw recently, I think, I, I don't know if I sent it to you. Did you see the interview? It was about Clark Kent or Chris Reeve talking about Marlon Brando. And yes, working I with did. Him. Yeah, we talked about it on the show. Yeah, and how brilliant. And now you see, because he was so into the character and he treated it like this great character. He, he didn't treat it like Val Kilmer treated Batman. And that's my point. When actors say, there's nothing there to work with, BS, a great actor will take a great character and make it work. And Chris Reeve was a great actor before he was even really, we talk about Malin Ackerman being naive. This was his first major movie. And here he was giving us one of the most right. iconic performances of all time. Like, so to me, it, it, the fault is on the actor for not bringing something And I something thought that up. Margot Kidder was really awesome too. Yeah, and Margot Kidder really was great. I, I think her later life and what had happened, how she went off the rails kind of kind of tinges the character for me. It's kind of like Marlon Brando. Mm. When I see what he became, I'm like, it, 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 it hampers the actor that I see. And everything with Christopher too, you know? Reeve just makes you love him more. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I love Christopher Reeve. I love, it, it's, the fault is in the movie. And again, that film was made in 1978. It's a different time period. If, 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 if Christopher Reeve was in a Superman movie now, night and day so i can't fault it but i don't worship the ground this movie walks on like a lot of people do because i understand it's like they they, they want to talk about you know what a character does and it's like this character at its core the writers didn't stay true to the character like he doesn't right. turn back time he doesn't do that it's just never in his batman killing you or not feel killing like they There's borrowed from the flash there i don't know what i think they had they had they had a plot hole and they go how do we fix this Spin them back time. Let's turn the earth back. That is a writer that didn't understand the comics, never understood that Superman never did that. And it's also DC going, um, no, he won't do that. You know, that would never happen today in a film. So when people like bitch about Batman killing and whatnot in a Snyder's film, it's like, yeah, Batman killed in the comics. Batman wore a gun. You might not like it, but he did. Superman's never turned back time, as far as I know. Run it flying around the earth, right? Um, uh, like- Ryan, I just want to check in with you for a second because I know that we're having some um video issues. Oh, power yeah. through, uh, power through, guys. Uh, we might re upload okay. after, but keep power. Great, right, we're gonna power through. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, All I just right. wanted to make sure. Um, um so I, I'm glad that we're on the same page. I think that it sounds like to me, Mikey, yeah, Kit Roo. we both l- appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. And there are parts that we love. And then there are parts that's like, that would not fly today. Yeah. Because it just doesn't work. It's interesting work. because this movie came out 12 years before Batman. And a lot of people look at Superman the movie as the, the beginning of the superhero film. And I don't agree. I think it was Batman. Because after Superman the movie, studios were not rushing to make the next superhero movie. 
They weren't right. inundating. We got a Swamp Thing, Supergirl, you know, it was Batman. After Batman, every studio was like, what? And they raided every comic publisher's archives, finding what, buying up property after property. The 90s for comic movies was just throw spaghetti at the wall to see what stuck. So for me, when people say Superman started the major renaissance of superheroes, I disagree 100%. It was Batman 89 that did it. Batman 89 created the media onslaught where the Bat logo was everywhere. Merchandising. It depends on what you mean by started. Because, I mean, like, you can't take away what Superman did. They both have monumental impacts. Yeah, on, on fandom, yeah. but not on, on, on cinema and, and, and um, the, the superhero franchise. It just didn't. I mean, I, I'll disagree till I'm blue in the face. You know, Superman, the, lo- the logo, the S symbol was not on every single piece of merchandise after Superman the movie came out. It just wasn't. A few more questions for you. Let's do it. How do you feel about uh, all of Luther's, about Otis, about Eve Testmacher? <laughs> like... <laughs> For me, Otis works. Like what movie is Otis in? He kind of cracked me up, but also like what? Like Mr. Luthor and he's like Otis Berg. Otis Berg. Mr. Teschmacher's got a place. Like I love Ned Beatty as Otis Berg. As as Otis, he makes no sense. Teschmacher is like he Luther. Can we talk about that Teschmacher kiss? What is that? With, with Superman? Yeah. What, is what girl wouldn't do that? Superman's helpless, but Me Too movement, Me Too. Me too. That's, that's sexual, that thinking. is sexual when, when harassment. He says, he says to her, why did you kiss me before? And she said, because I didn't think you'd kiss me after. Right. Uh, he was helpless. He was vulnerable. That is a lack of consent. I mean, lack, you you damn right, Roxy. Men can be abused as well. Of course. I mean, that is that would not, in 2020, you could not air that. People would lose their crap. Um, Guys would lose their crap and go, I'll see, we got abused too. I I think it's great. Uh, That moment is so truthful to who she is. Of course, like the minute he walks in there, she's like, oh, she's hiding behind the chair. She's enamored by this Greek god that just walked in. I know that we have to get out of here, but Ryan, any final thoughts on your first viewing of Superman the movie? Uh, you guys said it really well. And I think that this movie is magical. Oh. I, I think the reason it reminded you of Star Wars is two words: John Williams. The music is phenomenal. Uh, it, uh, there you it, go. It has buddy. a good, silly good ending, point. though. A silly ending. Mm. Thank you for bringing that up, Ryan. Ryan, thanks yeah. for bringing that up. You, you, Roxy, you, one thing with I mean this John Williams score. And again, my faults with this movie are not faults that make it a bad movie. It's one of the greatest comic movies of all time, I think. But I just don't revere it as this sacred text I know what you mean. piece They're of film flaws. that everyone does. There are flaws. Yeah. Uh, great point, though, Ryan. Thank great you points, guys Ryan. for talking about Superman the movie with us. Let us know how you feel in the comments below. Would love to hear your thoughts. Next week, we will be talking about Superman 2. Let's do it. Which Ryan has already seen. Ryan saw it. That. He saw it first. Uh, what is it? Is it called Superman the movie 2? No, that's just Superman 2. Don't... <laughs> It's Superman the movie. That's what it's called. All right, Mikey. Where can everybody keep up with you? The artist formerly known as Mike Kalinowski. The artist formerly known as at Mike Kalinowski is now at Mike Kalinowski underscore. Roxy, I'm working to the point where I'm just going to be known as underscore. Ooh. That's who I'm going to be underscore. It's just going to be coming as underscore. Like your Sitgo, it's just going to be dash and everyone's going to know it's me. Watch. Mark my words. So baller.
Uh, Ryan, known as underscore. Everyone can find our amazing producer Ryan at Ryan Nelson, and you guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. I will be live in 30 minutes at 2:30 Pacific time on my own YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Roxy Stryer. What you got today? I'm I'm going to solo today. I like to do a Friday solo stream. Okay. Uh, so I'll be talking about Schmodown stuff. Also, uh, I'm going to do a little show and tell, going through some stuff in my apartment and oh. talking about stories. Of- oh. Where'd I thought it was like go? a burlesque episode. Oh, no. no. Show and tell, a little peekaboo. Peekaboo, oh I see God. you, huh, Rox? We'll see you guys next week for DC Movie News. Bye, guys. From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.